Aloha and welcome to Kapiko Podcast. We're coming to you today from the Ainaulu Aha here in Punalu'u Ahupua'a Farms on Kamehameha Schools Aina. I'm your host Kyle Galdera and we have a, another interesting approach to the podcast today. We're welcoming Noel Peralto from Hui Mao. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your organization. Uh, aloha mai kako. My name is Noel Peralto. Uh, born and raised uh, in Waiakea in Hilo on the island of Hawaii and now live um, in my Aina Kulaivi of Hamakua, um, specifically in the Ahupua Pahuki'i. Um, and have uh, the, the privilege and the kuleana to um, care for Aina that my kupuna um, once cared for and that my ohana um, cares for as well in uh, Hamakua Hikina, the eastern part of Hamakua in the Ahupua of Pa'uilo and Koholalele. Okay. And this AHA that we're part of today is bringing together both Kamehameha School staff and the community collaborators like yourself that are doing great work on KS Aina, both stewarding land and educating Keiki and, and different people of all ages, actually. So can you tell us a little bit about what your organization does? I know as we were preparing for this podcast, you mentioned that you kind of focus on three different areas of, of teaching. So our organization is called Hui Malama Ikeala Ulili, and our mission is really to reestablish the systems that sustain our community through Aina-centered educational initiatives and programs that um, cultivate abundance, regenerate responsibilities, and uh, restore collective health and well-being in our community. And really kind of the overall vision is how do we... Um, how do we help to cultivate ohana that have the capacity to live and thrive in our aina of hamakua for generations so um, our education programs are all geared towards that you know that outcome that vision of um, how do we really start with ohana as the as the pico as the core of community and community as the core as the foundation of lahui that when we talk about um, bringing about and uh, regenerating a thriving lahui, that it really begins with with the ohana, and um, so we we have a few different programs right now that um, seek to fulfill that that vision in our community, and uh, one of them is an after school program, a youth after school and summer program um, called Ho'ama. And um, that's every day after school. Um, we primarily service our youth in our community that, that go to Pa'oilo School, which is a DOE um, K through 9 public school. Um, and we've been running that program now for three years. And the, the core focus of the program is really introducing the keiki in our community to Hawaiian culture, to Aina, um, to learning to understand and develop a relationship with their home, their home aina, um, in ways that perhaps they are not um, introduced to in school, and even in their families. Um, and if and if they are introduced to it in their families, maybe enhancing it in other ways that we can offer. And so they learn um, mele, they learn oli that are specific to our place. Um, they learn different various cultural practices. Um, from kuiai to um, working in the mala and learning how to care for aina and grow kalo, uala, you know, maia, those those kinds of Hawaiian crops, but also um, other you know vegetables and fruits that um, we like to eat nowadays, um, and just 
having them really develop a relationship with their aina in a sense of it being that that kupuna that feeds us and that ohana member that that we have a reciprocal relationship and kuleana to um and then we uh, we also have a um, aina restoration area in the ahupa of koholalele um, where we engage in aina restoration work near the coast um, along the pali lele koa'e there in hamakua and there we engage in other kinds of aina-based educational programs where we host groups from schools um, from elementary schools to high school and um, as well as university and other adult community groups and there really um Koholalele has been the pico and the focus area um, that kind of was the catalyst for the, the emergence of our of our organization of our hui from the beginning. It's where all of our original founding ohana have genealogical ties to, and um, it's a puuhonua. It, it it was a puuhonua historically for our, our kupuna, and um, you know as we have been doing engaging in this work today, uh, we're we're working to. We're seeking to restore that function of it being a puhonua in our time in our community today, and um, so we see it like a kipuka. Um, it's there, kind of nestled in the middle of uh, the eucalyptus forests of uh, Kamehameha schools, and um, we're working to really restore <coughs> both the native ecosystems along the coast as well as um, OEV agricultural systems that were in place in that area. Um, but really restoring that relationship of aloha aina um, that had been altered and, and changed over the years of, um, you know, four to five generations of sugar plantation being the, the dominant economy and way in which people related to aina in our community in Hamakua and like many places in Hawaii. So really um, reconnecting our ohana in our community to aina in a way that... Um, is uh, restorative, regenerative, and that um, helps to bring about a future that we envision for this place that um, that is in balance, that is Pono. Um, and then the last, the last of our programs is really our um, our Ho'onoho Papa Ohana um, training programs, where we we host various um, training workshops for Ohana in our community to come and learn. Um, skills in uh, food food preparation, kaula making, um, ceremony, basic Hawaiian protocol. Um, it's been through that that process that we've revitalized our makahiki ceremonies in Koholalele. Um, we've been able to bring in various kumu and um, expert practitioners to help. Really, if we're thinking about how do our ohana be um, have the capacity to live and thrive in a place for generations we think about what are the various practices and and knowledge bases that they need to embody to be able to to live and thrive in that specific place um for the years to come you know the future generations and that whole concept of noho papa to live in a place for generations is really the 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 guiding um principle behind that idea of how we ho'o noho papa, yeah, how we become noho papa in a place again. Okay. And again, we're joined by Noel Peralto here on Kopiko Podcast. I'm Kyle Galdera. And um, kind of looking ahead toward 
not only the future of what you and your group plan to do, but just the way that our listeners can take some of the practices you've implemented and, and really, I don't want to say perfected because everything's constantly in motion, but maybe things that you've honed in on and, and really focus on. How can people take what you do and implement it in the way they teach? And maybe, even if it's not in Hawaii, around the world, using Aina education in, in what they do, what are some of the, the techniques you would suggest for doing that? Yeah, I think for us, um, coming from uh, a small, um, now rural uh, community on Hawaii Island, um, I think the, the, one of the main focuses that we've had to um, approach our work with from the beginning has been reinstilling a sense of aloha aina in the sense of having uh, a deep and intimate relationship to your place, um, a deep love and loyalty to your place, and really seeing your place, your aina, as the center of your universe. And so we always try to instill that in whether it's the kids that are in our regular after-school program or any other groups that come from all over Hawaii and all over the world, that when we think about the global issues that we face um, in terms of climate change, economy, politics, um, really it, it comes down to our relationships to our places and how we treat our places and developing a, a sense of aloha aina that isn't an abstract thing, that it's not just we love the land in a very abstract way and it's wherever and it's really when you understand and love a specific place as as a family member, as ohana, and you you feel the pain of that place when it's treated in a way that isn't pono, and you feel the love of a place when it is treated that way, and you eat of that place, and you develop that kind of intimate relationship with a place, that you're willing to do whatever is necessary to ensure the long-term well-being of that place, that not only does it help that specific place to thrive, but it also helps us to enter into the world and, and enter into other places with a much higher level of respect um, for the people of those places and the elements of those places and understanding that wherever we go, whether it's our people, whether it's the place that we come from or not, that it's somebody's people and it's somebody's center of their universe. And so... I think the more and more that we um, build that kind of consciousness amongst our people that um, not only to respect wherever we go, but also to, to be able to um, engage in the practices of Aloha Aina that will ensure the well-being of your Aina that you come from and to be able to understand and stand in solidarity with other um, folks in Hawaii and all around the world that we understand that every struggle... Um, is is connected to the other and until we're able to all collectively achieve that vision and that that um, that pono that we seek that uh, we will we will all constantly be intertwined and linked in that struggle together and so we're not alone in this yeah. awesome well thank you again noel for joining us today mahalo nui and again this is kopiko podcast you can catch us at ksbe.edu in the imua newsroom and also at Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. Again, I'm Kyle Galdera for Kamehameha Schools. Take care and aloha.